Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. At long last, we have finally joined together for the best objectively episode of the year. Counting down our favorite movies of 2019. The no, last. It's, it's, it's the objectively the best because it's the only. No, of the, of all the episodes. But you said if it's the oh. best episode of the year and it's the first episode of the year, it oh. just goes down downhill. Then why are people listening? Well, I feel like that's the only <laughs> way you can you can say that it is objectively the best episode. So far, I think we need to have a reevaluation of the word objectively. I think you need to understand that when we say objectively, we mean stop talking and that we're right. <laughs> Just like objectively, Interstellar masterpiece, Kino. All right, continue. Which Cody, Just, by the way, thirty-five millimeter screening. Let me know if you want to come down. I think it'll be during the week, so you might have to leave right after school. Okay, we'll talk. <laughs> we won't talk. You will never do that. All right. Um, we got a bet for you. I'm just saying. It's not. It's not the first time I've. Driven it's my bet, and I'll be in it. But you know, whatever. Uh, well, let's let's not even let's cut the BS, boys, and let's let's move on. Uh, let's get started with this whole bastard of an episode. Uh, I want to start off, as always, or at least as the last couple years, with some superlatives for 2K19, uh, Year of Our <laughs> Lord. So I hope you have your list somewhat, or movie list of the year, in front of you because we're coming in hot and heavy. First up, we have the most, unless Josh doesn't want to, because I know he doesn't like doing these, but do we want to do most overrated movie of the year? I'll do sure. underrated. I don't really care about overrated. Overrated would be fun, I think. Okay. Cody, what do you think was the most overrated movie Shit. of 2K19? <coughs> so what happens when you open your big mouth? Yeah, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> um, now he has to have an opinion. I hate it. Probably. Jeez Louise. Cody just killed himself. That wasn't my nuts. That was. I'll be right back. It's his dog. Doggy. Most overrated movie. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Oh, this is masterful! Masterful! It's greatness! It's Kino." I gotta fix that. Not Kino like comic book. Kino of like cinema. Yeah, the film. I get you. Oh, you don't like this, Mason. Okay, don't say it then. It's The Irishman. I got a feeling that's Josh's too. Yep. Easily the most overrated movie of the year. <laughs> wow. Sitting at number 76 on my 2019 list. Out of what? 87. I only saw 46 movies this year, apparently. Wait, let me see if my count's the same. Or do you have my list up? No, this is mine. My I have watched. 40. Oh, I have 42. Well, you're missing some. Interesting. Well, you didn't probably the Chappelle, the Chappelle one. Oh, I didn't count that. Um, probably Chernobyl didn't get in there. Didn't count that. I almost watched that today. You should. It's good. I want to. Um, you, it was the best show know. that I didn't finish of last year. I'm telling you. I don't know what you missed, but let's not. Keep it just going. got. Be, it just got to be a downer. That's all. Uh, I, I saw the first two episodes and never finished. Mine's Joker. Oh, Mine's Joker, but we're gonna hold off on that one for my worst list. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> oh boy. If not, my second pick would be Captain Marvel because not good. Uh, underrated. I'm. I'll start. I have a few. Uh, two. I'm gonna pick ones that didn't make my list. Uh, first up is Under the Silver Lake with Andrew Garfield. 
It is long, it is weird, but it is kind of a blast in a way. And it goes to some fucking strange places at the end. I don't know if I'd recommend it to people, but it's if you come across it, it's not the worst thing in the world to watch. And then uh, Wild Rose, which I actually just watched the other day. It didn't make my list, but I admired it quite a bit. Songs are dope as hell. Well, probably overall, if you took an average, probably better songs overall than Stars Born, which is saying a lot, because those songs are good too. It's not saying that much. Re. Cody, what would you say is the most underrated picture? Did Josh say his overrated? Yeah, his was Irishman too because you guys hurt me. What's the what's the Irishman too? No, sorry, um, underrated movie, Cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good um, one. Good bit. Music stuck in my head, so here I am. Jellico Cats are Jellico. No, cats. not that one. Jellico I've been cat- listening to. Um, Mr. Mistopheles on P. Oh, I have, I have things to talk about him in that one, but we'll we'll say that one for a little while. Uh, yeah, Josh um, underrated. I, yeah, which one? <laughs> underrated. Underrated. My uh, well, my most underrated is in my top ten, so I'm gonna not okay. bring it up yet. So your second yeah. most. second most Stay underrated. Away from that one. Uh, probably Child's Play. Okay. Actually, you know what? I take take I take it back. Little Monsters. No one's talking about it, and it's fantastic. I've never heard yeah, of it. I've never heard of it. It's a movie with Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, the, the musical the, one. Yes, yeah, she's, yeah. She's a school teacher, and there's zombies, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I want to see that one, but it hasn't come up anywhere. It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. What okay. the hell? It's the like Netherlands. It's a movie. It's great. I'm not quite sure the Netherlands, Netherlands is a place, I, so I'm gonna cast that one. I watched it at two one. in the morning in a hotel room, and I laughed my ass off. Interesting. All right, what's the next one? Did you have a hooker, Josh? No. Did you make sister. her watch Little Monster? Oh, it was your sister? No. Oh. Wait, what? I thought you said it was your sister. No, she oh. was in the room. Oh. No, not that. Okay, not that your hooker move was. On, move whatever. On, move on. No, I meant. I meant. Okay, biggest surprise of the year. It's kind of along with underrated, but uh, you can be a good or bad surprise. Uh, mine is the Art of Self Defense because I saw a trailer for it, and then I was like, oh, this is. This is, looks dumb and weird. And then I watched it, and I was like, this looks dumb and weird, but in a good way. And I was kind of surprised that, the, no pun intended, the, they were able to thread the needle of this tone. And it was actually really clever and smart and fun. So, Art of Self-Defense. It's one of my honorable mentions, spoiler alert. So, big fan. Cody, what surprised you, good or bad? Uh, well, one is on my list, honestly. Okay. Um, I would say probably... I liked Marriage Story a lot more than I thought I was going to. Nice. Very nice. Being alive, Cody. Being alive. Uh, uh, just that, that one scene where they're arguing in his apartment is amazing. Yeah. It's, I, have th- I have things to say about that one, but we'll, we'll wait off. Why do people, why do people some hate that scene or think it's funny? I don't, I don't get it. I think it's great. What are you talking about? Because there are some people that think it's like, funny and make fun of it. I don't really get it. That's weird. Uh, biggest disappointment. Uh, mine, <laughs> I've got three in different ways. Uh, Godzilla 2, I thought it'd be least fun, but again, I'll talk about that in my worst of. Uh, Laundromat, I thought it would be great, and it was fucking bizarre and terrible, uh, but I kind of still liked it for weird Mason reasons. And then, uh, I know this is going to come up much, much later, and I think you might, you and I might share this one as far as disappointment goes, Cody. But yesterday kind of was a fart. It just, it did not work for me at all. Great premise. We're going to have a talk. Solid pieces. 
did not work for me. Yeah, I, I just I just added that to your list, my projected list for you last second, because I knew. I just knew it. Um, interested to hear your thoughts on it at length. I'm curious. Uh, Cody, anything disappoint you? I'm still disappointed about the snowman. <laughs> wrong, wrong year. <laughs> it's three years ago. I know, but it's still just... Just, just, I thought according to you it bad. wasn't that bad. It was on two weeks ago. I thought that about bad. watching it. Uh, um, save yourself. You know what? Honestly, none of these movies really disappointed me that much. Right. I'm just going to say The Lion King to cuck Josh. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I'll not be taking questions at this time. Oh, Star Wars disappointed me too. I forgot about that one. Yeah, the cheer cuck. Yeah, that's true. You're, you're, are you abdicating yourself from this one? I just I mean, answered it for you. What are you talking he, about? He, yeah. If I had to give another one, it would be probably Pet Cemetery because I thought that was going to be good. It sucked. Okay. It sucked. It was fine. It sucked. It was. That was like watching. Middle, it was that was like watching paint, right? It was pretty boring. <laughs> Same quality as the one from the eighties. Honestly, no, the eighties one is great. Uh, how does the how's the cat compare though? That's got to be the tiebreaker. The cat is significantly better than the new one. Got no. it. He's so much better looking. What are you talking about? He's look, maybe, but he's not. He's just kind of generic with creepy eyes. He's a, so handsome. <laughs> I like cat. where this is. Let's let's stop out down on this for thirty five minutes and really analyze the cats. Is the is the old cat the same cat, same version, like version, uh, same no, breed? No, I don't. I don't think so. It's, so a it's not color. like a fluffy. Okay. Well, it's not the same breed. No. See diversity. Uh, the new one is a long haired tabby cat. And mm-hmm. the so old one is just a short-haired gray cat. I like short-haired gray cats. I want those to be next. Um, I'm not going to answer this question because this gives away most of my top five, but uh, best theater experience of the year for you guys. I'm curious. What which, would you have the most fun with? Mm. That's a great question. Um, I had the most fun with or just what's particularly memorable is like if I was like my experience was heightened or maybe even not heightened if it was bad. But we well, okay, so that. obviously Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that's good. That's a good answer. It was good for a lot of people. Shitty, I don't even remember how mine went. I think mine was fine. Yeah, there was a lot less obnoxious as Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> that was so much fun. It was, so, was a blast. so annoying. But the girl was crying when Spider-Man died. That was so cringy. And they were um, cheering, and nobody cheered when they, we got to Wakanda, and it was really uncomfortable, except for me. I was the only one who cheered for Wakanda. Let the record show. But, so I am an serious, ally. My serious answer yeah. is Cats. Nice. <laughs> Dude, that movie was a shit show. I can't wait to talk about it in a, in a few minutes. V excited. <laughs> Jellicle cat, so jellicle cat, jellicle, jellicle, jellicle. Oh, it's the best. That, that may be right, that may be wrong, nobody knows. I, I uh, might be seeing that on Friday. You're gonna hate it. I Enjoy. Know. I'm bringing a flask, so. Nice. <sighs> Josh, uh, your most memorable theater experience? Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with Toy Story 4. Interesting. Yeah, I went with a good group of friends, and everyone was emotional in the theater, and it was really fun, really funny. So nice. Forky though. Yeah. Fucking Forky. Uh, what's with the hate? What's with, what's with the hate for that movie now? Toy Story Four. There's a, you know what I've noticed that a lot. There's a lot of movies that are just like well received or 
having getting Oscars and everyone's just turning on them. I, I don't get it. I've not seen any jo- Toy Jojo Story Rabbit, 4. Toy Story Four. Well, Jojo was always there. You just didn't know. People didn't it. like it for did they really, I, really dumb reasons. Even even nineteen seventeen, I'm seeing some people. Yeah. yeah, that one confuses me too. I will. Like, I'm sure we'll get into it. I did Summer too. I saw that. That's yeah. Those are I don't know. Maybe people are just like running out of things to talk to, so they skew negative. But nineteen seventeen might be overblown because right now it's four point two on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got twenty nine percent of reviews are four stars, twenty five percent are four and a half, and twenty five percent are five. So it's you know seventy five percent of reviews, almost eighty are positive. So. That one might be a little bit overblown, but I love 1917, but we'll talk about that later. What do you mean overblown? Can you explain that? Well, Josh just said that he saw a bunch of people who were negative on it. Oh. oh but I'm just okay. saying that's not reflected on Letterboxd, which, yeah. or Rotten Tomatoes, so I don't think it really exists. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's critic score and it's audience score are almost exactly A lot of this is just from the, uh, for lack of a word, woke section of Twitter, so. The tweets... The tweets. Try to avoid too now. many white people in my World War One movie. I mean, historically, it was a lot of other countries did pitch in to help, but well, they were rep- no. Let's not talk about this yeah, right now. That's look okay. at there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because they were they were represented. So I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see him, but okay. There was I didn't an really Indian care. guy. There were black people in in 1917. Yeah, there were like three of them. There but was yeah, an Indian man. Yeah, I didn't notice him. Okay, the, cool. In the, tr- the singing Way to scene. go, guys. We di- we solved diversity. Nice Maybe job. You're the racist, Mason. Oh, shit. Wait, is that... Wait, hold on. Is that allowed? I think it's allowed. Uh, more abstract question, and I'm interested to see where you guys come down on it. Uh, I want to go last on this one. Breakout star of 2019. Josh. Uh, Florence Pugh. Fuck, that's mine. It's not in the contest. I yeah. actually agree with that, too. I didn't see Fighting My Family. I heard it was lovely. Yeah. She was great in that. Midsummer was a huge uh, debut in and of itself, and then Little Women to cap it off with the Oscar nomination, and people are just a buzz about it. I mean, that movie's killing it. That's like that's made over a yeah. hundred million dollars. I'm just like she's awesome. Yeah, she's really really great. Right. Yep. Sadly, she's in Black Widow next, so you can't win them all, I guess. She's going to be the best part of that movie. That's probably that's, true. That's hundred. She said I, she wants to do a western next, and like I, she's. <laughs> I'm, I can't wait to see everything she does. She's awesome. Yeah. She, She's like 22, she 23. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> okay, Cody, you're, you're in agreement? Yeah. Cool. She's 24. She's the same age as you guys. <coughs> She's dating Zach Braff, too. Oof. <laughs> I like She's Scrubs. Like Scrubs is fine. Scrubs is like, a good movie. It's a good movie? Fuck. We talk about movies. I don't know. Leave me alone. Scrubs, oh, Scrubs is a good show. 44 years old. Donald Faison. He's fine. The Janitor. Kelso. Zach Rapp is such a boob. <laughs> <laughs> he is a little bit. But, hey, man. Florence Pugh sees something with him, so I guess he's verified cool in my <laughs> he eyes. He can't be all bad. Literally, he can't be. Uh, all right, let's move on to possibly the most fun part. The worst of United the years. I don't. I don't. Oh, I've got. I got some worst of the years. I can put some up. But... I got some spicy. Well, Cody, what off the top of your head did you think was bleh? Well, Godzilla two obviously was obviously. garbage shit. Yeah. Um, Dark Phoenix was bad. Yeah. 
I like Jack Phoenix. Bad. Oh, that was um, fine. I don't know. Just nothing was. I mean, the only other than those ones, nothing was particularly awful of what I saw anyway. Like, I think you're missing one. Captain Marvel wasn't good. I think um, you're missing one. I don't. Jellicle cats are jellicle. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Cats is easily the worst movie of the year. There's no debating that. Okay, we'll see. Josh, the worst. Um, a couple of, I mean, I didn't. There's nothing yeah. that came out this year that like. I mean, uh, Lion okay. King is one of those weird things where like it's not a terrible movie. I just I I, I don't want to acknowledge it exists. Well, it's not a terrible and yet movie you just because did. it's just Lion King from 1994. Like 1990, yeah. The, it's the same movie. Same. Yeah. Um, I guess that there's some Netflix movie called Secret Obsession that was really bad. Um, Dark Phoenix was trash. Oh, you actually saw that? You want eventually, yeah. Wow. To be honest, I don't remember most of it. Because <laughs> you were shooting up during it. Probably. Uh, there was a movie that a lot of people liked from Netflix called Someone Great with um, Gina Rodriguez in it. Didn't I care for it? Really bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. That movie sucked. Hey, fuck uh, you. Yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw. That was Velvet Buzzsaw. I love yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw. Not, that's not on um, my list. That movie sucked. Yeah, I guess really. fair enough I didn't finish it because yeah. it was bad. I love Velvet Buzzsaw. You guys are mean. Velvet Buzzsaw also, is also that, also that Firefest documentary. Oh, I never saw that. Wasn't good. Where's Velvet? Why isn't Velvet Buzz on my list? On my ranked list? Where the? F- oh, there it is. Oh, I have a thirty-four. That's lame. Yikes! I should have it higher. Velvet Buzz saw best Kino. Uh, I actually have ten movies that I feel comfortable putting on a worst list. Uh, just you oh, just sorry. missed you just missed it. Uh, M Night Shyamalan's ass. Mm. In my number eleven. Uh, number ten, Gemini Man. Awful script. CGI yeah. isn't that good. Cinematography's okay, and there's a couple cool action sequences, but Ang Lee, what are you doing? This movie was... I don't know how or why it got greenlit. It, you could tell this idea to anybody. Just pick, five, ten, pick ten people off the street and ask them, do you think this will be a success? Probably nine will say, no, it won't be a success, and the last person is stupid. So, <laughs> sorry, but... It sucks that Will Smith is like can't lead can't launch a movie anymore. I mean, he has to go back to Bad Boys and he's doing Aladdin and it's like eh. his time's passed and this was kind of his last attempt to make Will Smith in modern times a thing and it just did not pan out. And honestly, he probably should have stopped trying like 5 years ago. So, happens to all of us. Uh number 9 Captain Marvel, bad. Uh, don't have much else to say about that. We did a whole episode on it. Bad for movie reasons, not for any other reasons. Brie Larson's bad for movie reasons, not any other reasons. And But it had Goose the Cat, so it could have ranked lower, but didn't. Uh, n- number eight worst is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Movie can eat f- shit. Uh, shut up. But, uh, <clears throat> I've, I've spoken my piece about it. This Trevor okay. th- Seeing this Trevor script has given me a new appreciation for how just unsatisfying this one is to me uh there's some good pieces of it but as a whole does not work uh <laughs> seven is hobbs dude <laughs> seven is hobbs and shaw in fairness too too hot in hobbs and shaw's fairness i left early and i f- and i when i saw it i thought that the tenant trailer was going to be attached to it and it wasn't so i was kind of in a bad mood for the whole time and it was late and i was tired so 
if I watched this again, I probably wouldn't hate it, but it was just a lot, and I did not have a good time. So I put it on my worst list, because that's fair, right? Six, and Josh is not going to like this, but Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> it's interesting. I kind of like it more now since uh, since when I saw it. I'm finding more things to like. It's it's an enjoyable bad movie, but it's a bad movie nonetheless to me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, for $150 million, I don't know how this is the movie you end up with. I just, it's so gray and blue and ugly, and the, the CGI is kind of a mess, and that that other that other male lead or the male lead I guess the kid is just he's rough to watch uh, I don't know I'm, I'm still I'd still totally check out a sequel but I just they just need a new director and a new vision because I think this probably could work but nothing in Alita Battle Angel the first movie did for me and also if, I don't know if you guys noticed but on Twitter especially the people that the Alita stands are like really strange people you think Alita is like Alita Army yeah, it's 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 a little bizarre. It, it's it's one of those things. I honestly, I'd see a sequel. Absolutely. I I, I and I kind of liked the last five or ten minutes with the hinting about the big bad guy. Uh, who was that? Was it like Jude Law or somebody? It's uh, Mahershala. Mahar- no, at the end. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was a white guy. Are you sure? No, no there was. The it was Ed Norton. That, Ed Norton. Oh, yeah. Ed Norton at the very end. Yeah, that part that part is really interesting to me, and I kind of liked. I want them to get to that part of it because I feel like this is sort of the kind of boring introduction, and I want to see the, for lack of a better term, the Empire Strikes Back of the Alita series, whatever that may be. Uh, five is Godzilla, Gods and Kings, Kings of Monsters. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. Oh my god, this is worst script of the year, easily. This movie is so. It's so bad. Bradley Whitford's the best part of it, but everybody else is just terrible. And the, the movie kind of goes nowhere. The action's cool, but everything between the action is just terrible. And I don't know. God, and it didn't make much money, so like I feel like they should probably be a little bit worried about Kong and Godzilla. But who knows? Uh, that's next September, October, something. So. Uh, November. Oh, jeez. That's a bad call. Put that in August where it belongs. Um, but yeah, not a fan of that one. Uh, my number four is Cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, little lower than one would expect. I can't, Here, I can't wait to see what movie movies you think is worse than that, because that was just a shit It show. was, it was, but here's the... I, I gave it value because it is... I can see myself watching it, and I can see myself having a good time with it, like Alamo Drafthouse down here, they're already scheduling like, like Alamo Drafthouse's whole bid is to like be really quiet when you come to the theater. You can't check your phone or else you get kicked out, and it's like you know safe space for mo- watching movies. And there's already scheduling rowdy screenings of Cats where they're like drinks are a lot cheaper, and it's just going to be a fucking party. So at least it has that value that I can definitely see in the future. Yeah, I I could honestly yeah. see that doing that with a group of friends. But and. <laughs> And we didn't properly like talk about this at length, but I really want to discuss the two things about this movie. Three things is the scene, uh, and Josh, these are spoilers if, if you care. I don't okay. care. There's a scene where it, when they, we meet Robert Wilson, and she's in the kitchen. Is it is it the the bug thing? Mm, the cockroaches. Yeah, yeah, she eats cockroaches with human faces on them. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> It was, 
was Why? And also the other the other moment that I thought was very interesting was at the kind of towards the end when um Judy Dench gets kidnapped and like they just all sing this never forever a cat so clever as magical, Mr. Mistopheles. That song slaps. <laughs> it does, dude. but in context of the of the movie, like basically, they want him to become God and like magically make her appear. Yeah, they want him to get magic, dude. They're boosting his confidence. But the, it's like you didn't even watch the goddamn movie. I know, no, no. But the, <laughs> but here's the thing: is like they did it. But they just kept doing it over and over, and like everybody got their own chance of like, oh, he didn't do it, we're dejected, and then it's like, never, ever, and they just keep doing that like six times, and then all of a sudden Judy Dench is just like there, and he's like pointing at a hat, but then she he shows did, up behind them. Did his job. But how? How does he have magic? I thought magic. I thought he himself had magic. Why does he have magic? Because he's the magical Mr. Mistopheles, dude. What else do you need to like, <laughs> I, just... I don't understand where your issue is. <laughs> I also love the fact that the cats are not to scale at all. Like, they're the size of, like, rats. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> they just... <laughs> they don't animate... They didn't animate it right, and they never, like... And as a cat owner, like, my own, uh, my own reaction to this was, like, they never landed on their feet. Like, cats always land on their feet, and they didn't get that right. I was like, have you... They always landed on their It's like, have you guys ever met a cat? It's, it's just... That's their whole It's shit. just amazing. Um, I did... I mean, I know we were gonna... We were planning on talking about this, but, you know, ch- plans change, but... When we're talking about Oscar snubs, I'm kind of surprised at the fact that Jason Derulo did, has not been mentioned because he was actually kind of great and he had a great song. So shout out to Jason Derulo. He was he was like the worst part of the movie. Oh, he was I love he it. He wasn't the worst part of the Jason movie. Jason Derulo. He wasn't very good. Taylor Swift also. <laughs> I have, I have weird feelings about that. It's just it's an interesting like your first um uh first uh what do i want to say like your first this is e- this is easily um like a a welcoming point to furries like, oh my god this is their this is their star wars yeah they must have been so excited for this movie. i know it's pretty amazing um yeah this is ugh, god this is gonna have like a showgirls legacy or something like that but i can't i can't wait to be in a state like just high off my ass or just completely plastered and and just watch this again. It's going to be really, really, really a good time. Um, the first 30 minutes are definitely the best, and then it just kind of goes on, and they introduce themselves for like an hour and a half, and then it just kind of ends. That's Cats. Cats the, <laughs> Cats the movie. That's exactly, it's exactly the same way. But in also, I think this is also makes a very strong case for, for certain movies being objectively good and bad, because like every, not one person has genuinely said, Cats is a good movie and I enjoy it. People say Cats is a bad movie, and I enjoyed it for that, or Cats is a good movie, and I have never seen a movie, and I'm stupid. Those are the two reactions that I've really seen. Um, have, you, have you looked at the comments under the Cats, like, main posts? I haven't. Have fun. Oh, God. <laughs> a lot of Cats fans. That, that's part of my stupid part. Stupid or crazy? No. They're, they're Cats This fans. is an objectively bad movie. and it's And I mean that with all sincerity. There's no like, and and that like I said, that just goes to show uh, that subjective and objective is uh, does play into film sometimes. Sometimes, not often. Uh, I can't believe you didn't like the Mister Mustafa. No, I loved it. Movie. It was just weird. I didn't understand what was happening 
because they just kept saying it over and over again, and then all then he just kind of does it, and nothing really changes. Well, because they were boosting his confidence. Did you notice how he started <laughs> in the beginning of that song? He was all timid, like I'm I'm a small black cat, and he just he does all that stuff. You, you know what I'm talking about? I do, I do. I so, guess I have to go. I, have to, on, I guess like, I gotta go see it again. I kind of want to see it again. <laughs> oh man, it's really really. You two are psychopaths. You should wait. Just oh, wait. wait I see. forgot my third part. <laughs> I almost don't want to spoil this part for you, Josh. But the v- I could not the very less. last moment of the movie <laughs> is like Judy Dench and all the cats in broad daylight. Like it's it's morning. The sun's up, and they just like look right into the camera and talk about that cats are not dogs and to give your cats special names. And I wish I was kidding, but that's literally what they do. That is it. <laughs> then, the whole plot, of, the whole plot of this movie is Judy Dench has to choose a cat to die and be reborn. Yeah. So that's what all of the songs are. I don't know if you picked but that death, up. Is that that's all? That's basically all their audition tapes. De- death is in this case represented by a hot air balloon and Jennifer Hudson blowing snot everywhere. It was pretty iconic. Gosh. It was this. Was this cinema? Is that the highest? That's the highest. No, highest is picture. Was yes. this a picture? Oh, easily. Nice. Cats. Cats. Twenty nineteen. God bless. What other movie did this guy make? Les Mis. Oh, the wow. King's Speech. See, that was a great movie, though. Yeah. Like, and the fact. I mean, the fact that they actually had sent updated versions of the movie while it was playing in theaters. I want to see the old version. Is the ultimate thing. Apparently it wasn't that much different. It was just like it, it glitched in a couple spots and like the hands were messed up, but they were already messed up. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just I think this is one of those things where you just you can't look at this and say movie magic isn't a thing. It's kind of great <laughs> that this exists. I'm happy that we can we're at a point even in this studio dominated Disney dominated world where something like cats can get made. It's a it's a blessing. <laughs> I don't know if I am. It's a blessing. Uh, anyways, my number three is Todd Phillips' Joker. Just stop talking. <laughs> this is such an enormously stupid take that you heard on the internet. What? That I just... I, I don't say anything. I don't, it's bad. I don't like I know, it. I don't like I know, Joaquin. I, know I don't like the story. I don't... I, and I'm not, I'm not even going to bring up the violence part because it hasn't happened. So... and yeah. But not that it's a... Yeah, I wonder stupid. why. Do you feel stupid for bringing that up no. yet? Because, like I said, it's not a it's not a tomorrow problem. It's a five years problem. Okay, that's so wrong. Okay. That is so <laughs> dumb. But keep moving the goalposts. Putting, I've said that for a while. But putting all that aside, I still don't think it's that good. It's just I don't know. I've spoken my piece about it. I won't linger on it too long. But so good. we'll talk about it. It's an epic. Episode. It's an epic bro moment. That's for sure. Um, but that so. Now we've moved into the half-star territories, and half-stars are reserved for things that are so ungodly awful that uh, they are sort of in a class of their own. So my number two worst movie of the year is Batman Hush. So this just goes to show that I'm not a diehard, you know, stan or whatever, that I have two Batman-related things in my bottom three. So take that, people, or Josh. Uh, Batman Hush is just terrible. It is the stupidest movie I've seen all year, just because it has a great story, and then it zigs away from that story and does something different, and the thing that it does different is just so ungodly terrible. It goes from Hush, which is not my favorite Batman comic, but certainly one of the better graphic novels, uh, 
that has a very interesting murder mystery. It has it. It's got like all the villains in it. They pretty much everybody pops up for one moment or on, or another. It fleshes out Bruce Wayne's character, uh, his backstory, and and his character of like because Hush is sort of and most of his villains are is like a reflection of who he could have been and. Hush is that that same way. It, it was Tommy Elliot, and in this one, it's Tommy Elliot for a while, and it do, it follows the same path. And then he dies in the graphic novel. He dies in the movie, but he stays dead in the graph in the movie. And it's and Hush is Riddler with brain cancer, and it just I could not believe what I was watching. It was just so horrible, and I don't understand why they did it. And I'm and I'm fucking terrified if an animated Long Halloween comes out, because if they mess that up, I could... I'm honestly going to go ballistic. I'm going to take it... I'll shit in the street. I'll be so upset. But... (laughs) You go for Joker. You should just forget about it and go read the comic. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Comics? Wait, what? Source material exists? Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, right. I just... I, I don't know. I just don't understand... Like adapting your story, sure, change some stuff, whatever. But like, that's the that's the main bit. That's uh, I just don't understand it. And I I I should read an interview of like why they decided to do what they did. But I just think it would make me more confused, and I can't. I don't want that negativity in my life. So my worst movie of the year is a Netflix film. It is so aggressively bad. And it's a weird decision to put the Irishman at your number one worst movie. <laughs> you know what? I really I've had a change of heart. <laughs> uh, listen, six watches was whatever. My seventh watch, I I was like, wow, this is the worst. I just, I, I You've saw seen that seven times. So I've seen the six times. Jesus Christ! And honestly, Josh, I, I we've had this conversation a long, long time ago, and here and here and there throughout, where it's like I I was confused, and everybody was like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I watched The Lion King like. Like fifty times, I was like, "That's stupid," but now I get it. <laughs> now I I get it because like I'm like, "Yeah, come watch the Irishman tonight." You know, check it out. I don't know, but spoiler alert for my list, even though it's the most obvious thing ever. But no, my this this Netflix movie is so aggressively bad, and it's kind of it sort of plays like a joke, but it's made by a person who I don't think has the self awareness to make that joke. And the only thing good I can say about it is there's a point where Dave Franco like crashes a car and like a thing goes through his face and he just his head like blows up. So that was kind of fun. But Six Underground is just oh boy, oh boy. I I was thinking about watching that today, and then I was like, I'm gonna not do yeah, that. I'm kind of want I want you to in a way because I just want to see what you think. I mean, I don't like Michael Bay's movies. Yeah, it's been pretty much panned so. across the board. I do you guys want to get? Eh, actually, it's to me, it's Letterbox score isn't that bad. It's two point four, but it peaks in like three stars, and everything else is pretty much below that. But it is really awful. It is really, really awful. And Ryan Reynolds is. I don't know. He's doing his thing. I can't. I can't blame him for this one. But I'm. Looking forward to Free Guy much, 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 much more than this. But yeah. Ah, it's ugh, geez. it's the worst edited movie I've ever seen, by far. There, this movie does not have pace or any sense of continuity whatsoever. and It's just bizarre. It's very, very bizarre. But let's move on. Get away from the bad. Move to the, f- move to the good. Move to the great. Cody, 
Do you have any honorable mentions? I have a few. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just go through all of them. Sure. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight honorable mentions. Wow, good for you. All right. Um, Doctor Sleep. Oh. I'm not going to say anything about it because I know it's going to show up later. Shit. It Chapter Two. I really liked it. You really liked what? Two. Stephen King's It Chapter oh, Two. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. Because I like the source material, and it's basically just a really good adaptation. Bill Hader. Um, ready or not. Oh, it was nice. good. Go to Rabbit. Oh, what? Really good. Oh man. Yeah, I think your list is gonna be. You're gonna be really surprised by I'm my. I'm doing list. okay so far. Um, the Lighthouse. Uh, mm. Be good. Mm. Did um, not. Did not care for that. Yeah, me neither. But film Twitter. El Camino. El Camino. Oh, fuck. Very good. Ad Astra. Fuck. Pretty good. First time I saw it. I've kind of cooled on it because it's not very subtle. Oh, I and disagree. But I have to see it again. Us. Nice. All right. Well, I'm at six out of ten standing, <laughs> so I guess I don't know you that well, Cody. You're so mysterious. Uh, my honor mentions are, as I always do, uh, These I have a couple documentaries. They would have made my list, but I don't count documentaries because I just can't do that with my brain. Uh, one of which is Western Stars, the Bruce Springsteen concert album. It is mega pretentious. Bruce is kind of smelling his own farts with this a little bit, but I feel like he's earned it, so I'm not going to hold it against him. Uh, great songs, great performances, cinematography is excellent, and it really does, as pretentious as, as it is, it does feel very personal to Bruce, and like he's admitting hard truths about himself, and it's just it's really touching. If you like the album, obviously recommend checking it out. Uh, my other documentary is from HBO. It is called The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley by Alex Gibney. Uh, I saw this very early in the year and loved it immediately. It's it's one thing to... Having a good story in the documentary isn't often enough. You really do have to... Just like with a movie, you can't just you can't just do a Wikipedia article, but in a, in a movie form, you really do have to tell a story story. And this one has so many twists and so many turns, and I'm kind of amazed that they were able to get this as condensed and as slick and just tight as they were able to. Um, and this documentary is unbelievable, and uh, just the places that it goes and things that you just can't believe can happen in 2016 or 17, it's just bizarre. Um, there's currently a movie, I think, in development with Jennifer Lawrence and Adam McKay as the star and then director, and there's also a TV show f- about it with Kate McKinnon playing Elizabeth Holmes. Don't know which one will be good, don't, or which one will be better, or which one will come first, but I'm curious to see it either way. I think the movie might be a little... I think the movie might work a little bit better, because I don't think this is... I think this is a good two-and-a-half-hour story. I'm not sure that this could fit six to ten or even more episodes, but... Obviously, can be proven wrong. Uh, Honorable mentions going from my number 17 to my number 11, just uh, for the sake of posterity. Dr. Sleep, liked it a lot more than I thought I would. 
Uh, obviously, Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, we didn't do villain. Oh, whoops. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson's mine. I'm assuming yours, both of yours, is Thanos. Yeah, she's my she's my oh, favorite villain. Great. She might be mine. Yeah, I just one of my ten favorite performances of the year. I thought she was just fantastic, and Ewan McGregor was great as well. The only thing that kept this from my list, really, and this is going to sound silly, was that gunfight. It just completely takes me out of the movie, and I can't I can't reconcile that with my brain. But I really I really really dug this movie, regardless. Um, I was going to say, I, I hope there's a sequel, but I guess there won't be one. But anyways, um, Art of Self-Defense, which I mentioned earlier, is my number 16. My number 15, which only just recently got bumped out of my top 10, was Avengers Endgame. I saw it three times in the theaters, which is big for me, obviously. Uh, I just think they nailed it. The, the lead up, the journey here has been kind of off, you know, not my thing, not my cup of tea, but there's a, 10 movie version of the MCU that is kind of awesome starting with Iron Man 2 obviously and it no, culminates no. not even culminates but it ends here with Avengers Endgame and as somebody who does not like Marvel on principle I could not have been more satisfied with this movie and I really really dig it uh, 14 is Uncut Gems which I didn't like that much coming out but in the weeks days and weeks since I've just it's grown more and more on me that I think this is gonna I think this is this is probably going to be the movie, I think, of 2019, or maybe one of the three or four that we really look back at. as like, oh, that was kind of a turning point of something. And it was just really great what the Safdies were able to do with finding this little pocket of old old New York and right in the middle of the Disney-fied New York. I thought it was really, really fascinating. And Sandler is just so good, and it really commits to this tone and this mood that it puts you in and just does not let up. Um, and honestly, the, I, I, you know, I should have mentioned my, I think this is my favorite theater experience outside of sort of the movies in my top five, because at the very end, I'm not going to spoil it, but, um, what happens at the very end, literally my th- audience gasped, like it was a loud audible <gasps> and yeah, I, I haven't seen yeah, it. I, I didn't spoil anything, but I was just, I was a surprised that they did it, but B more surprised that that something like that could still happen in the way that it did. So I was just really taken away by it. And I think it'll climb a little bit higher on the list list as we go. Uh, 13 for me is Under the Silver Lake, which I mentioned earlier. Highly recommend it. It's weird, and it kind of... I keep thinking about it and thinking about stuff I really admired, and that's I think that's a sign of a, of a honorable mention worthy movie for me. 12, which is going to be on somebody else's list, is Jojo Rabbit, so I won't talk about that. And then my 11, just missed it, is Marriage Story. Is that an, on your anybody else's list, John? No. No. Uh, Obviously not. The only I, thing about that... I like, I, I like Marriage yeah, Story. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, the only thing about that argument scene, Cody, that I can see why people are annoyed at is it, it is so, like, Hollywoody, you know, of just, like, people screaming at each other and having this big, like, epic argument kind of thing. That it is... It does come across as a little weird when... I guess, but I mean, but I think that it really makes sense for those two people. No, it does. It does. Being actor, being an actor and a director, I mean, that's just how they think. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't compare to Jobs v. Scully, Dawn of Justice, though. Nothing does, and that's super unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're telling me people don't talk in, like, yeah, iambic tameter, just a normal conversation? That's weird. I don't think that's an iambic tameter, I don't, is it I really? don't think so. Probably not. Because I thought that, isn't that right? That was just the only word I knew. It just came to mind. Leave me alone. 
Josh, your honorable mentions. I know you have a lot. All right, I got like all right. I have like two tiers of honorable mentions here. What? First is just I'm just gonna run down a list of movies that I want to shout out because they're great. Wow. But they're not quite top. Double tiered. Um. So the two I mentioned earlier, Little Monsters and Child's Play, great. Uh, Booksmart, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bombshell, John Wick Chapter Three, uh, Hustlers, uh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Vile and Evil. Or violent, evil and vials. That I don't remember it is. Uh, Joker, High Life, and Ad Astra. Nice. All great movies. Not quite there. Wait, these next of, of, movies, of High Life and Ad Astra. What did you like more? Ad Astra. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Sad Dadstra. Um, Sad Dadstra. They're next. They're right Sad Bradstra. But um, so these next six movies are the ones that are basically fighting for that number ten, but couldn't quite yeah. get it. Uh, Toy Story Four, mm. The Farewell. Uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon, Glass, Oh, Honey Boy, Star Wars, and How to Train Your Dragon 3. Wow. No ass the movie. That's surprising to me. Guess it was a good year. Hmm. Cody, start us off. You're number 10, and as always, fellas, pipe up if yours is going to be coming later in the list, and we will hold off to discuss it. Okay. My number 10 is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, nice. Um, did we even talk about that? Briefly. I don't remember. Um, I mean, I'm sure what I said, I don't really have anything more to add to it. It was just sweet. I like Matthew Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hanks was awesome in it, as like everyone was expecting. Yeah. First, not, first Oscar was- nomination, 19 years the other day. And well deserved. Since Castaway. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it was good. I like this one a lot. Good. Very good. Uh, my number 10 is a pretty small movie that is um, grown on me and I've thought about more than almost any other movie but one or two is uh, Loose. Did you guys see this? Nope. Never even heard of mm-hmm. it. It is... I don't even know how to describe it. It's a high school drama, kind of, but it's it's complicated. It's got it's it's got this simmering tension that kind of sits with the movie the for the entire time, and it never goes away. And it's just complicated, and it's interesting, and I just it's just a movie that I just could I can't put my finger on why I love it so much, but I just kind of do. I can't stop thinking about it, and I could not be more focused and honed in and just zeroed in on this movie than uh, as I as I was when I first saw it. It's it's by the same guy to Cloverfield Paradox. I think he's two for two. Some people may disagree, but this guy has got something. I don't know what it is, but he makes movies like I've never seen before. And I've got the feeling that in a year's time, Loose is probably going to be close to my top five because it's, it's pretty phenomenal. And the performances are all fantastic, uh, as you would expect. And I would just, I'd recommend this to both of you, anybody, everybody, it's just really, it's a really interesting movie, and I just, I even, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. But that's not to say it's weird. It's very, it's pretty conventional, but it's just the execution. I don't know something about it. I need to, I need to spend some more time with this. I need to see it again because it's really just interesting. Uh, Josh, number ten. Uh, my number ten is Ready or Not. Ah. I love this movie. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it again. Um, I might when I get the 
I think it comes out on digital soon. But I, when I saw the trailers, I thought it looked great, and it blew me away. It's a really cool, uh, clever little horror comedy kind of thing. Samara Weaving is amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to see her in more everything. Um, she's another breakout star this year for yeah. me, um, even though she, she did a movie, I think, a year or two ago. Um, but I, I think it's great. It's it's a lot like Game Night, but horror edition, and a, a lot oh, yeah, better. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> um, hmm. And it's the whole cast is great. I think it takes you in unexpected directions. It's a lot of fun. It's gory, but in like a kind of tongue-in-cheek way. Mm-hmm. And it's just, the, the ending shot is terrific. And I just, I had a blast the entire time. I loved it. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Very nice. I liked it a lot, too. It was very good. So, her credits include three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And that, and this <laughs> year, you. she's going to be in Bill and Ted Face the Music and Guns yeah. Akimbo and Snake Eyes. Nice. With, uh, nice. What's that? It, it's a G.I. Joe movie. It's directed by really? Robert Schwenke, which is... Uh, but Henry Golding's in it. But I just, got, I just sent you guys the poster for Guns Akimbo, and... Is that the Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, it looks fucking yeah, sweet. I heard, about that. I, I heard there was a trailer that came out. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. I think oh, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. But uh, yeah, she's have so it looks like she's gonna she's gonna have a good uh, couple years here. And this is definitely a star making role. This is kind of exactly what you what you would think a star making role would look like. She was yeah, she was excellent in it. Didn't really work for me, but I, I kind of was in a bad. I was having a bad day when I went to see that, and the movie didn't really help. But if, if I watch it again, I think I'd like it more. Rains to be seen. Uh, Cody, you're number nine. Um, Star Wars. Ah. I got nothing else to say about it. I don't want to get into another discussion. Here's ten reasons why. No. Um, yeah, here's ten reasons why you're a cop. <laughs> Let's uh, go on. We talked about it at length just the other Fair. day. Uh, Josh, no, really good my, oh, my number nine is The Two Popes. The two poops. A uh, couple, net, one of two Netflixes on this listo. Three overall when you count Marriage Story. Um, I just really kind of fell in love with this movie. It, uh, it's that this is one that's gotten a lot of blowback, uh, mostly because the writer of this I wrote uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and I didn't. Ooh. Anthony McCartan, I think, is his name. But I found it really touching. It was just kind of a long conversation of between these two people who have different ideologies and just the way that they talked and how they spoke to each other and things that they talked about. I don't know. I just, I really, I just enjoyed being kind of a fly on the wall with this. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about it are the, there was a lot of flashbacks and I did not care at all about what was happening in them. And they, I was just sort of waiting to get back to the main story, but, um, it's, it's certainly a, a well-made movie. I'm, I, think it'll connect with more with people more than it will critics and there's several moments in this that kind of took my breath away in a few ways um and i don't know i just really i just really admired the two popes and i guess that's controversial but whatever does it make you like the cool pope even more francis i've always yeah. liked him he's so yeah, cool. he's a good guy i liked it when especially when he slapped that lady i was like you go francis stand, stand up for yourself <laughs> I like that he did that, and then the next day said, "Don't don't do violence against women." Is yeah. bad. I also like when he said that uh, Trump wasn't Christianly or something like that, and somebody's like, "Who are you to make that call?" I was like, "He's literally the <laughs> only person alive who can make that call." Like he's the fucking pope, guys. <laughs> let's be re- let's just kind of put this all to the side right now and recognize that he's the fucking pope. 
Like, if you don't, whether you believe in God or not, like, that's sort of his whole bit, is that he's, like, the chosen guy. I don't know. Whatever. Even though this movie kind of shows that it's so much politics that go along with being, with choosing a pope. It's just, just like anything else, it's corrupted by people. But, um, yeah, two popes for me, number, number, number nine. Uh, Josh, number nine. My number nine is Knives Out, which I know will be higher. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, relax. <laughs> Chill the F out. Uh, Cody, you're number eight. Here's the number eight that I think is going to surprise a lot of people, okay. including myself, that I like this movie as much as uh-huh. I did. was um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Wow. Wow. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I have no, reason, I have no idea why. It's I liked just, it. It's just the... I, I, it's just it came out at the right time. Mm-hmm. It has a, a really fall feel about it. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just it hit me. Pale, right where it the pale to. lady. You know what movie? That's so great. It reminds me a lot of that movie. Uh, that animated movie, Monster House. Yeah, that's fair. It's very. It's like kind of horror, but for younger viewers. Uh huh. Yeah, I like it. Um. I still think it could have been better as an R-rated movie, but I appreciate it. I'm sure it did, but the movie is it's yeah. literally based on children's books. Yeah, I know. It's a good gateway. Gateway horror. The marijuana of horror, if you will. Indeed. Hi, Nancy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my 8 is 1917. Hold there on. There you go. That's as I was expecting. Um, probably going to be the real flicks. Uh, hmm, I guess it's... It's between this and one other movie to see what our collective top of the year is. So that'd be interesting to see what wins out. Josh, your number eight. My number eight is one of your worst movies of the year. Uh, Alita Battle Angel. I knew it would be on your list. I, I, I had it at... Oh, I didn't put movie. it on my expected thing for you. Oh, oh that's a bummer. Oh, well, I love this movie. I've seen it three times. It's amazing. I, I think the CGI is incredible. I think it's it should have been... I mean, I don't really care, but it should have been nominated for Best Visual Effects and won at the Oscars. Because uh, it is groundbreaking and it looks it's almost seamless. Uh, Rosa Salazar is one of the best motion capture performances I've ever seen. The action is stunning. Robert Rodriguez does an incredible job at adapting it from the manga, which I have read. Um, and yeah, well, uh, James Cameron does a good job uh, with the script, I think. Wait, and he wrote it? Except for, I, I, yeah, well, I think he co wrote it. Ah, didn't know um, that. Yeah, he's been working on this for like 10 years. Um, didn't direct it? No, because he's busy making Avatar 4 through 27. Fuck off. That movie's never coming out. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's coming. coming out next I'm year. so excited. It's already shot. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. It's in post. <laughs> you guys um, realize it's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad. I hope. I mean, it's going to be reviewed well, whether the general, oh, I don't think general, so. general public. It, ha, name me a single movie that's ever been reviewed poorly by James Cameron. Uh, well, didn't he make the third Terminator? Nope. Shit. Didn't he make the fifth Terminator? Nope. The Abyss wasn't that well regarded. Yes, it was. Was it? Yep. Cats. That's the one. Nope. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I would kill to see James Cameron directed Cats. <laughs> A lot of smoke. Arnold's there. It's very strange. Um, but I love this movie. I think it's it was pretty much everything I wanted going in as a fan. Oh, okay. I know. Piranha I'm- 2. The spawning six percent Rotten Tomatoes. Take that. It's first movie. Exactly. You told me there wasn't one, and I found it. Yeah. Well, I, the movies that. Oh my god! Like. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't have made a movie in thirteen years when Avatar comes out. 
Why is he going so hard on this? Has it it really been that long? Oh, no, 11 years. Sorry, I can't do math. But it's coming out next year, so 12. I mean, he's been working on Avatar since the 90s. Like, he's been building this world and these stories forever. (laughs) Why, though? I don't understand. He came up up with that movie. It took him 10 or 20 years to make the first Avatar movie. Yeah. And the script script is bad. He had had to wait for technology to catch up. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I run. I just want to understand him. That's all I want to ten do. Years, ten years to make dances if, with if, wolves. If this next movie, which is the dumbest argument against the movie, but I'm not going to get into yeah. that. The this next movie is going to be not. It's not going. to... I mean, it'll probably be a ripoff of something else, maybe. But yeah, it's not I, I dancing. <laughs> but <laughs> what? Uh, those the same. Those are like the same thing. I'm trying to think of another Native American based. Uh, they're, they're all basically the same thing. Anyway, the David S. Pumpkins Christmas special. Band, oh my god. Anyway, I loved Alita. I, ho- I was hoping it would get a sequel. It didn't bomb like I thought it was going to, but it didn't. It kind of just kind of broke even. Yeah, but how about uh, what did it do on home video? That's the question. I mean, I own two copies of it, so I didn't I buy it. Steelbook and normal because I bought it on digital, no. and then two weeks later, I bought the steelbook. One seventy so. for four hundred four isn't bad. Yeah, I don't know. So movies have done worse to get sequels, but it's also it also had to. It was also delayed mm. by like a year and had extensive marketing put into yeah, it true. because of that. So I don't no, know. Four hundred four million is not. It's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, but I think they to make a sequel to justify a sequel, you'd want to see at least five hundred. Yeah, probably just happened. So it sucks, and I was hoping to see the rest of the uh, the story adapted because it's only the first third of it. Or so i mean isn't is James- that one big story like yes it's, it's just a big it's like a novel yeah it's like a, so, it's a volume it's like nine course, volumes. so it's by your estimation how many movies would it take to tell the whole story Three. i think you could do it in a trilogy maybe four movies how many books was the first one it's it's i mean i, I want to say it's nine i haven't read the entire thing i've read the it's first nine four. books uh, yes oh. how many are there total i'm looking it up well, it's nine. They're not long books, though. They're like a hundred something pages each. Okay, but it, but of graphic novels. Yeah. Okay. Of graphic yeah, novels. Yeah, there's nine. And this was the first one. This was the first three. Okay, I guess you could do it. I don't. I I I hated it, but I want to see another one. So that's make that as you will. But it looks. I just uh, I don't know. I I know that you like Rodriguez. I get that, but I feel like with this, he's a genius. Yeah, he, he, in a way, he, he is. It's kind of amazing what he's done in the the niche he's sort of carved for himself. But like, imagine what. And this is stupid, but imagine what somebody like Denny could do with this world. Yeah, and I but, want somebody a little bit closer to Denny. You know what? Though that's the thing. It's like I like that it went full anime. Like it didn't try to make it more epic, or it didn't try to make it cool. Or change it. It just went. It took the comic, the the manga, and it went for it. And it changed things where it needed to, but it kept the feel of an anime and literally brought it to the screen. You can like or hate that, but that's. I think that's really cool. And we wouldn't get that with a Villeneuve or a Nolan or something like. I'm that. not. I'm. So. I'm not talking about like A tier, but somebody closer to the B tier. B plus tier. <laughs> Let's just say. All right. Well. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, let's do... Who do we have now? Yours, right? No, yours. Right? Uh, are we on eight? Yeah, because I... We just... Because uh, mine... No, we're on seven now, because mine was 1917, and we punted off that one. Oh, yeah, you're starting. Okay. Yeah. No, you, um, so you're seven. My seven yeah. is Joker. 
Oh, I had that one. I had it at nine, though. Good. Want to stop down and do 25 on Joker real quick? Let me let me ask you this. I, I generally want to know what other than Phoenix, what was your second? What was your favorite part of this movie? Music. Really? Okay. It's won some Oscars. It's won yeah. some, or not won some Oscars. It's won some awards. So you're not alone in that. Hmm. I, Jen, I think I don't remember what I said. Best score should be, but I think hers might have a real chance at it. Yeah. And a female composer too. That's pretty tight. Good for good for them. Giving somebody like that an outlet. V cool. All right, my seven is. I think it was on both round of mentions, which is a bummer to me because I think it was excellent. Uh, Ad Astra, sad Brad, looking for his dad. I want to watch it again. First two thirds, I think, are incredible. The last third left kind of something to be desired, but I might have been bringing too much of my own wants into that, not accepting the movie. But overall, I mean, it shot great. Brad Pitt is, meme aside, excellent in it. Um, And it's just got a really good tone, feel, mood, all that stuff. I saw it in IMAX, and I'm so glad I did, because it really did put me in a space movie just almost as well as um, Interstellar did. And I'm just, yeah. I think this is another one that could grow on me over time, and I already regard it pretty highly, so, you know, that's always a good sign. And... James Gray, I'm just, I'm so here for whatever he does next. He's had two straight, really, really solid, good uh, movies in a row. And, um, yeah, give me, let's see number three. Why not? Uh, Josh, you are number seven. All right. I'm pretty sure this will be higher up on Cody's list, but uh, Midsummer. Yeah, hold on. Ah. I did not know you liked Midsummer that much, Cody. Uh, I like it a lot. It's so good. Flor- the year of Florence Pugh. Uh, Cody, number six, then. My number six is Rocket Man. Whoa! The better Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Um, and one of my favorite performances of the year by Taron Edgerton. He's great. He is so great. Um, music's amazing, obviously. Uh, I just, I, I like it. <laughs> I like, um, I like everything about it, honestly. It was just a really fun, entertaining movie to watch. I agree. Taron did his own singing for that, right? Yes, and that's what makes it better. Admirable. Good for him. Good for him, Taron. Um, my number six is... I don't... One of your honorable mentions, Josh. I don't think you're going to have it, Cody, but maybe you'll surprise me. Toy Story 4? I don't know. I love Toy Story 4. Uh... My least favorite of the series, which isn't which is saying a lot because the second is one of my favorite movies ever. The first is inc- incredible, and the third is equally incredible. And this one is registers is really, 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 really great. Um, they came back only because they had. They said they came back only because they had a good story, and a good story is what they had. Uh, just the voice acting is obviously as good as as good as you would. Expect it to be. The animation has taken such a huge leap. Like that first scene in the rain. It's crazy. I was like, oh, geez. It's pretty much photo real at this point. Um, and it was just good to be with the toys again, I guess. And it was really, really funny and sweet. And yeah, I just, I just adored it. And um, 
definitely going to add to the rotation whenever I feel like having a good old crisis and uh, watch the Toy Story movies again. So why not? Uh, Josh is number six. My number six is Jojo Rabbit. Ah, nice. Very good. Nice. I it was a movie that was originally like in my top fifteen, top twenty. I just kept thinking about it more and yeah. more and more, and then I watched it again yesterday. This movie's incredible. Yeah. I, I I love it. I think Taika Waititi not just not not just his best directed and written, but he's like his performance is fantastic. Mm. Uh, the the main kid, um, I don't remember his Roman name. He's great. Davis. Yeah, he's fantastic in the movie. Uh, Thomas and Mackenzie. Mm is just becoming one of my favorite young actors right now. She's fantastic in it. And Scarlett Johansson's great. So everyone's great. Uh, it's funny. It makes me cry. And it's kind of disturbing, but also funny at the same time, which I don't know how it managed to pull that off, but Taika Waititi does it. Um, and it's just, it's really smart. It's probably the smartest movie I've seen all year, or maybe in a really long time. And it's, 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 it's probably the best it's the closest we've come to like a mel brooks kind of movie mm. in ever interesting that's a really yeah that's a good yeah, take i, I think he's gosh, probably I the closest, about that. i think he's probably the closest we've come to someone like that in a really long time so it, it just it works for me on every level i love this movie it, it could probably go up higher the more i think about it or watch it again over time but it's i love this movie. i had it as my predicted uh, and i'll give the full list at the end but i thought it was gonna be number two and i feel like that's probably where it's gonna settle in the long term but you never, you never know. But yeah, no, I, I mean, Taika, I, obviously not the biggest fan of Ragnarok, and but this was an honorable mention, and I also can see it climbing up, but he just has such, he's just such, he's just an excellent writer, and, I, and it's as simple as that, that it's, his writing seems so effortless, but it's still so funny, and to be, and the courage to tackle something like this, and the confidence to say, I can do this, and then to ultimately do it is really admirable, and, um, Honestly, this is if I were to actually put, and actually I'm going to, but I'm putting, I'm putting together Oscar ballot for work, and I'm putting money down, and it's my pick for best picture. I think it'll, well, it'll eke out a win. Not even eke out a win, but I want it to. Well, I'll tell you, we'll get to. I've read a lot. Of, I've been reading a lot of stuff, and obviously for the jury jerb, I'm pretty tuned into Oscar stuff. That the Oscar voters really, really like this, and this is kind of a green book. Let's pat ourselves on the back, kind of a situation. And I just, I don't know, I just have a feeling that it's going to win. Whether it does or doesn't, who knows. But um, something tells me. Because the, the, the voting tiered system they have is all fucked up. So I think it squeaks out a win. I low-key hope it's Joker just so <laughs> it gets mad. That would be Listen, pretty funny, actually. I can't, I can't say I'd, I love chaos and not also want that to happen. So I'm kind of with you on that one. That we would be pretty just insufferable. and watch it all unfold. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be pretty funny. I can admit that. Um, yeah, JoJo rules. I also loved Archie Yates, and the fact that he's going to be in the Home Alone thing is kind of gross that they're redoing Home Alone. But if you're going to do it, at least do Archie Yates. Fine, I'll live with it. Uh, Yorkie, Yorkie, my little, my beautiful son Yorkie. He's so cute. Oh my god! And Sam Rockwell also is a. Uh, his uh, racist streak is coming to an end, and uh, I think this is one of his better ones. He plays a lot of racist roles, people. That's all I'm saying. He's not a racist. Yeah, we, yeah, we all, we've seen The him. fact that he's so good at it makes you wonder. <laughs> we love you, Sam Rockwell. Uh, Cody, we're into it. You're number five. Number five is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah, uh, yes. 
I mean, do I need to say anything? Uh, no, be, no, because we're talking about it in a minute. Oh, okay. It's your honorable mention, right, Josh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number five is, uh, I think this is Josh's honorable mention, but it's my number five. It was my first favorite movie of the year. Um, one of the best theater experiences I had. I just laughed a ton. So many great performances, so many, so many great comedic moments, and it's obviously got a really good um, central relationship that it builds wonderfully too. And just I don't know, I just I fell in love with it. But Booksmart is my number five. Really, really loved it. Really, really, really good movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. Caitlin Deaver is fantastic. Coming out party for her and. <laughs> Unintended, I guess. Um, and Beanie Feldstein kind of builds on what she did with Lady Bird, does it in a little bit of a different way. I hope she can sort of move past these kind of roles and can do more serious things because she's got, not to say that this isn't serious at times, but that she doesn't play a high schooler forever because um, she's got some real acting chops. And I just think she's, obviously she's Jonah Hill's sister, so she can act. And I'm just psyched to see what she does next. And Olivia Wilde, I'm also psyched to see what she does next because, I mean, we... Did we talk about this? Maybe I just blathered on about it for a while. But she makes one particular directing choice late-ish in the movie that I thought was really smart. The, the, the fight yeah. scene? I was like, oh, okay. Because that's the temptation with every movie is to have this big yelly scene, just like Marriage Story. But yeah. to kind of cut it out yeah. and like we fill in the blanks based on what we know about their characters, and it still hits and you can still understand and appreciate the conflict, I thought was really... Just yeah. really smart yeah. and great. That's, one of, that's probably my favorite scene. Yeah, movie. excellent. And then Billy Lord was just next fucking level. Oh my god, she, she was great. Her her intro was awesome. Oh god, and it's in the car. And it, and it also in a, in, a, in a macro sense, and roll your eyes if you must. But this movie's kind of proof that yeah, millennials especially are pretty woke, and they are you know PC culture is kind of it is in some ways a thing, but annoying. It's a it's a thing. I think it's coming from a good place, but this kind of proves that you don't need to be Todd. No, I don't want to say Todd Phillips. You don't need to be. Da, 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 da. You need to, you don't need to make jokes that that are specifically meant to enforce stereotypes and do this and that and just be kind of old timey Republican boomer jokes without being funny. And I think that's one of the concerns about the young people is they're like, oh, they can't take a joke. But it's like, no, we just. Their senses, the sense of humor has kind of changed, and this is the this thing, movie's a good reflection it's, it's, of that because it's zany, but it's and I it kind of pokes fun at the wokeness, and but it's still at the end of the day, it's still funny. And my theater was like dying watching this movie, so it's like get that shit out of here that millennials don't know how to take a joke. We just don't like racist ones. That's all. Yeah. I think we can live with both. I didn't see the movie. I know, but I just, I don't, I just don't want to. Why do I need to hear another? Well, the thing about black people kind of joke is anymore. It's like who? It's it's over. Come on. Don't listen. Well, don't listen. I'm not saying I don't. don't I'm not saying it doesn't need to. We don't need it to be in the mainstream anymore. That's not. That doesn't need to be our sensibilities. Says says who? Says me because it's dumb and lame, and I have an opinion. Okay. Well. Okay. And, and, and also, it's, think it's funny. It's, well, it's just it's just not. I don't know. And also, it's just, it is kind of funny to me that those, the comedians who do try to make that, like, their bit is, like, I'm anti-PC. There's just, like, they're still making comedy specials, which is funny to me, because, like, like, oh, they won't let me say this anymore, and then they make a comedy special and, like, say it. It's like, okay, you're making up a problem. Cool, dude. They're just not going to be, like, famous anymore, and I think that's totally fine. They can be on the outskirts of culture. 
Josh's okay. number five. Number five is Us. Ah, yes. I, I love this movie. To me, I didn't really like Get Out that much. That was fine. Um, thought it was one of the most overrated movies ever. Um, and I wasn't. I was excited just because I thought the trailer was great, and I thought Jordan Peele had some potential. But I didn't love what he did. Get out. But this movie was everything I wanted. Um, I thought it was terrifying and clever, and it has a lot of interesting things to say. And I think it says it in more subtle ways than that movie did. Um, and I think the performance of Lupita Nyong'o is one that should not be, you know go unnoticed yeah but she doesn't play incredible but she doesn't play a slave so the academy doesn't give a shit <laughs> maybe um but it, she's incredible um the kids are great yeah. especially the the boy yeah, um, yeah. brian tyree henry just, fuck yeah he's great he's awesome elizabeth uh, moss elizabeth moss is awesome yeah. and i'm usually not a big fan of her but she's great yeah in it. um and just though it's really really well done i think the third act and the reveals are they just hit right and they work really well and every time i watch it it gets better and it's just it's it's smart horror done probably at its best and i think jordan peele i just i just want to see more of what he does and what the kind of ideas he has for horror Mm -hmm. so i loved it for sure definitely one i want to revisit at some point i feel like i'd like it more and rewatch um i i like the very subtle but good joke to put it at number five by the way because of the whole, I got five on it thing. Uh, right, right, nice right, job, right. Josh. Very good. Very good. Totally intentional. Great podcaster there. Cody's number four. Knives out. We'll talk about it later. Okay. My number four is Little Women. Okay. Great. Uh, I've seen it twice now. Obviously, the aforementioned Florence Pugh is aces in this. So Sersha. Uh, Eliza, Elizabeth Scanlon, who plays uh, Beth, is also great. Emma Watson is kind of there. She's good. She's not as good as everybody else. Laura Dern's excellent. Timmy Chalamet's excellent. Chris Cooper made me cry. Uh, Can you call him by his right name, please? Norman Osborn? No, the twink. Oh, Timmy Chalamet. Twink Chalamet. Yeah, yeah call him the Listen, twink. Like, come on. That's who he is. Sh- Dune is the year of Chalamet being a big boy, even though he hasn't really gotten yeah, any we'll bigger. See. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that's what the movie's about. I have about. no idea what Dune is about, so I, I don't know if that's actually going to be true or not. But um, I'm going to challenge you to read the book how, how, before the movie How long is the out. book? Long. Oh, God. <laughs> or just watch the David uh, Lynch movie. Uh, I'm excited to see what Dune is, has to offer, though. I feel like we'll probably see a trailer before too long. At least a teaser. Yeah. Just to get people psyched up. Probably after the Oscars. Probably, probably in the spring. Yeah. yeah. But psyched about that. Nevertheless, but uh, but Little Women is. I mean, I love Lady Bird, and I think this is probably better than Lady Bird. And just 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 to show the kind of year this has been, Lady Bird is my number two of the year, and this is my number four. So it's just been, uh, yeah, heck of a year for movies. Very excellent. It's always a good year, but this one's especially good. And Little Women, I just I just fell in love with. Like, like I said, I saw it twice. I was taken in minute one. Um, I had no familiarity with the story, and I so I just. So everything was kind of a surprise to me, and uh, wow, there's a there's a certain event that happens in the movie that Greta just is a fucking kidney punch, and she sets it up so well, and she pays it off so well, and it's also uh, it's mirrored with a different, more happy event, but um, 
seeing it from the main character Joe's perspective. It's sort of the way that she placed those two in the narrative when they don't happen sequentially was really uh, a really really great touch. And she's just yeah, Greta Gerwig is just the fucking best, and I can't wait to see everything she does next. I think she's doing a Barbie movie next with Margot Robbie, so we'll see, maybe, about that one. Uh, not so sure. But um, this one was just so solid and just wonderful and cozy and warm, and, oh, uh, man, I just I just adored it. I want, I could watch this a hundred more times. Uh, your number four, Josh? Uh, my number four is 1917. Hold on. Okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. All right, Cody, your number three. Oh boy, Avengers Endgame. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> Chill, guys. All right, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood time. Let's do it. This is my number three. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. There. That's it. Bada bing. Bada boom. DiCaprio loved it. Pitt, fantastic. Loved the ending. Everyone was the dog. Best good dog. movie. Great the dog food bit. Best dog all year. Oh. Well, Okay, I don't. I can't think. Of, Who's better? I can't think of any other. John dogs. Wick three. Well, John Wick three's dog didn't. I mean, he did do something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I'd still give it to him. <laughs> Interesting. All right, uh, Josh, your number three. My number three is in your most disappointed. Uh, yesterday. Yes. Yes. I. I have no fucking clue what people are seeing in this movie. Really or not seeing in this movie that I do, it's almost a masterpiece to me. Really? Uh, I've seen it three times. Every time it gets better, it would. if I had a top 100, it would be in there probably. It, I, don't, I've, I feel like I'm the only person on the planet that's seen this movie and everyone else is watching something Let me different. ask you, what did I, you think of his cover of Help at the end? It was great. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> that's my least favorite part of the movie. It was fun. That's the worst cover of help i've ever heard yeah but it's like it's supposed to be bad like it's not supposed it's like he's rushing through it i mean i get it but i didn't like it okay well i like the Beatles. i think cody you only got hung up on like the pacing and then how it was shot right and then you didn't well what i want i wanted it it shot incredibly well yeah (laughs) honestly you hyped it up because it's by the same guy who did uh steve jobs no, not that. Um, about time. Oh yeah. Which, uh, well, could you blame me? Wait, Richard Curtis wrote yeah. this. Oh my god, that's why. It ended up being like about time. Ended up being one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And this one, it's just I was expecting a lot more. Yeah. And, and you got it because it's great. I, I this I I loved. I think Lily James and uh, Hamish Patel. Is that his name? Hamesh. Just Hamesh. Hamesh. Yeah, Hamesh Patel. Uh, they're both incredible, and then their chemistry is fantastic. Off the charts. Um, it, it is. Uh, I loved both of them. I loved every scene they're together, and and he's he's. I, I don't know. I mean, I can think of reasons why he's probably not getting roles, but no, no, Josh, <laughs> Josh, 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 Josh. No, he's in he's in Tnet. Okay. Is he? Yeah. He's oh, kind of oh, added last awesome. minute. Can't wait, but... can't wait. Can't wait to see him. Um, but yeah, he's awesome. Dude, Cody, I, I took him. it away from you. You don't get the fucking satisfaction. <laughs> I'm not happy that she said it the right way. I don't know. Um, but uh, to me, it's Danny Boyle's best movie. Whoa! Um, just, Whoa! I don't care. It's better than Steve Jobs. It's better than 127 hours. It's, be- it's, it's better than uh, 28 Days Later. It's his. It, to me, it's his best movie. Uh, Listen, have you seen so Steve Jobs? 
from the from the second <laughs> it starts, I was like, this is gonna be a movie for me. And the last scene cemented that. I just, no. It's so well done to me. It is so heartfelt. It has such a great story. Um, I think the characters are really inviting yeah. and have good, compelling story. And it's just a celebration of one of my favorite bands, which maybe gives me a little bit of a bias, but it and has great music, and it has... I love the overall feel and kind of pace and <laughs> rhythm to it, and it just it just works for me. I, I don't know what other people are seeing, but it hmm. it blew me away every time I see it. Do you guys want to so. hear a killer film pitch? Yesterday, sure. but with corn instead of the Beatles. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who remembers corn. That's, so that's real life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, if if it was, I'm, if, if being perfectly honest, if it was yesterday but with like you two, I would probably love it just as much. If it was the same movie but with you two, I can't, I can't deny that. But I don't know. Well, the problem is, is we almost got yesterday but with Coldplay instead of Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah, Ed and... Sheeran was a beating. Ugh. Why didn't you like? Why didn't you? Why does people not like him? Well, first of all, he sucks. He has too many tattoos. I don't. You know what? That's another thing. I don't know what people have against Ed Sheeran. He seems like a perfectly nice not guy. Not saying that he, and his music. Not is saying solid. he's a bad guy. Op- the, f- probably the complete opposite. I just hate his music and his tattoos and his acting. Honestly, his acting was good. Yeah. He's kind of just a nerd. So <laughs> I want to beat him up. <laughs> and <laughs> I've never been a bully, but he kind of makes me want to be a bully. All right. Well, about to make me cyberbully. All just assholes. But there, but to the movie's credit, there's a lot of like I, I didn't remember them as, uh, when it was coming out, but I know that they're there. There's a lot of really clever jokes and stuffed in there. Yeah. I'm sure you remember more than more than I do. Yeah. That it, it does I have a rewatchability. The, I just need to get distance yeah. from it. But I think my only issue is it, and I said it, and the, my only two issues. The the first one kind of went down upon rewatch, but uh, I, I didn't like um, what's her name yeah, SNL. Cannon. Oh, she was great. I, like, I mean, I, she's the worst part. Of I loved her. Uh, she's she's outside Listen. of Bombshell. She is not good in movies and needs to stop <laughs> acting and just be a comedian. Uh, but I love Kim uh, the the one the running joke with the um, things just being missing from the world. Oh yeah, that, that kind of annoyed me. But it's like whatever. the Harry Potter joke was great at the end. It, it was fun. That one paid yeah. off. But it just I wish. Oh, I when he asked for, and when he asked for Coke on the plane, that yeah. was good. <laughs> That was really good. You didn't like that one as much. All right. Uh, John Lennon cameo. What'd you think? Pretty cool. That was pretty great. cool. That was, they got him out of retirement, parents. right? It's like, <laughs> just like Joe Pesci. <laughs> what have been funny? They didn't have to use terrible, laughable CGI for that. <laughs> Ooh, big hit, big hit. I thought it was prosthetics mostly for John Lennon. It was. Looks like John. Oh, Ryan. what'd you say about CG? Oh, because okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Irishman sucks. Oof, big you're the only person. Okay. Um, I've not said one of your movies minus Alita sucks, and even then I said I want to see the sequel. So you're Remember being a bully. When De Niro was kicking a guy in the face, and he looks like he's 97 years yeah. old. Because <laughs> he is 96. <laughs> he's 76. How dare you? Look at his little arms flapping like a penguin. I'm gonna get you. But penguin arms don't <laughs> flap, though. That's the only thing that they they waddle. Exactly. That's better. Just get the ad- get like the adjectives him. right. If you're gonna don't like, be mean to like my daughter. He looks like the. Oh, I can't believe Sucka. Martin Scorsese looked at that shot and said, "Yep, that's the one. Put it in." Can you get the voice right, please? No. Okay. Yep, that's right. Picture lock. 
Lock picture. All right, we're all set. Cinema. Mart. It's a bad movie. Oh, my God. Tell that to the 96% Rotten Tomato score and the 4 point whatever oh. Rotten Tomato How do people like this less, less than Shutter Island? More than Shutter Island. Oh, Shutter Island's a masterpiece. That is. Shutter Island's and good. People, it's, it's incredible. It's one of his best movies. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you $10 if you can tell me the connection between Irishman and Shutter Island. There's a very... It's a Martin Scorsese. Other than that. No, you didn't say that. Other than that, I added it on. That's an addendum. That's an amendment. Tough. Number two. For Cody, yes. My number two is Midsommar. Nice. Um, Good film, A. Probably my favorite horror movie of the year, for sure. Even though I'm not even sure if I caught a horror movie, but let's not get into that discussion. Yes. No. Um, it's a psychological I just, thriller. I, I, from Stop. The be- from that movie, like from the beginning all the way just to the batshit crazy ending, I love how it ramps up yeah. its craziness. It's just it doesn't start off nuts. It's oh, I disagree. That first five minutes was yeah. harrowing as fuck. Well, that's different. That's not what yeah. I mean. It's, that's that's not that's nuts in a different way. Yeah, hell of a way to go. That's my only problem with the movie is the opening. Really. This is so good. I I only dislike it because it's never addressed and it just kind of it's like why why well, did, why was it that no, 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 no. why was it that, why was it that extreme? There were I, there was no reason. There, well, because Ari Aster just fucked up. But no, I actually I was reading an article I think or a YouTube video or something like that. The her family pops up. They pop up as extras here and there. I do. I know yeah, that. I, I know that. they also pop up in like imagery in the yep. background because there's like a shot where they're in the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I still don't understand but, quite how that connects to the main narrative of Danny because it feels yeah, very relationship drama y. Yeah. I'm not yeah. quite sure yeah, where the family fair. comes into it other than to give her like a trauma to it's escape. But yeah. I definitely want to rewatch it. Did, I, did you see the director's cut? Are you guys? No, it's, no I want to see yet? that. Super bad. I think it's on the Blu ray, right? I'll, I'll check. check I, have, I have the Blu ray, so I'll take a look. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, Ari Aster, like, oh yeah. my god. Like this has been. What's your deal with? Huh? What's your deal I with? I really him? like Midsummer. I just didn't care for Hereditary. Midsummer's much more. So Midsummer's much more my speed. It's 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 a lot less conventional because it's like it's all in the daytime and it just I don't know and it's about more than just horror. Whereas I'm not sure that Hereditary is. A lot of Hereditary is a family drama. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know. It's it's not the same. This one's more. I'm more intrigued by like the relationships and the friendships that and the you know that and how. I mean, it's movie. more about the it's more about the deterioration of the friendships and relationships. I know that just I enjoy that more. It, I mean, it's a it's the most terrifying breakup movie that's ever. And also, been made. this felt and, and Cody, you'll appreciate this. Josh, maybe not as much, but this felt a lot like Alien to me, of where everything's kind of just cool for a little while, and then eventually, yeah. I don't I don't like movies where it's which horror movies especially where it's too scary too soon and this isn't really like scary scary until those people jump off the cliff and then it's like what the fuck is going on here and then things it just it just ramps up crazier and crazier people start to yeah i like i like that build up and i don't and hereditary probably had the build up but i don't know i just but we're, this is about the hereditary. I, don't know, I think things are things are pretty normal in hereditary until the kid dies. yeah i also hereditary has the i was just so done with cults until until this that like I don't know. I like how they did a cult here. I did not like how they did a cult in that. But those are picking nits, I guess. But I, I dug Hereditary a lot. I, obviously, you guys did too. Um, 
Wow, number two, Cody. I did not expect it to go that high. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Josh is number two. I feel like I know what it is. Dun, 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 All right, okay. Dun. Calm down. Avengers Endgame. Be good. I yeah. love this movie. I love this movie so much. I've seen it, I don't know how many times, probably like four or five times. Um, I, it's, I mean, like you said, it concludes everything pretty much perfectly. <laughs> it's funny. It's emotional. It's fun. It's sad. Um, but it's action-packed. The final battle is awesome. I think the entire first two-thirds story with the time travel and everything, it's paced well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the rare times when I think a movie does the three-hour runtime is worth it, even though I think Ikarai Smiley still shaved 20 or so minutes uh, out of no this. Way. But, um, I think maybe. Um, but I just I think it's great. I think it's a, a terrific way to wrap up these movies, um, or at least some of these characters' stories. And uh, it does a good job at kind of bringing it all to a close while also setting the stage for a, a new different future to come whatever that is we'll see over the next four or five years but um everything about it i love i think some of the critiques of it are ridiculous and i just it gets better every time i watch it it's my favorite marvel movie and it's probably my top five superhero movies comic book movies and it's just it it works for on almost every level so well, it doesn't reach the highs of Iron Man 2. It certainly makes a case okay. for this series. Jesus Christ. No Ivan Vanko or Justin Hammer, which is a big... I mean, everybody came back except for them, so it's like they must have plans for them in the future. But Mason, Mason, <laughs> shut up. I just want some Justin uh, Hammer justice. He's in an Iron Man 3 short. Yeah. So... Watch that. I want him. I want Justin Hammer to be the new Thanos. Can that, can we make that happen? Probably. Uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see more of Thanos him. at some point, right? Young Thanos specifically. I think I heard he was gonna be in Eternals. Supposedly, he's gonna have a like a younger something in Eternals because yeah. that takes place a while ago. Right. So the fuck is Eternals gonna be? That's I'm curious just for that of the of the future. Kamel got ripped, so it's gonna be yeah, cool. fucking yoked. Good, good for you, Kamel. <laughs> so weird. Good for you. Uh, Thick Daddy Kamel. Uh, Cody, any thoughts on Avengers? Uh, What else is there to say, honestly? Good movie. It's great. Cody's number one. But you can't guess it. And Mason, you called this one. I did. A long time ago. I did. 1917 is my favorite movie of the year. Um, I mean, just everything about it is absolutely perfect Mm -hmm. um the way it's shot what's that guy's name the weird flat-faced boy george mckay he's awesome Mm -hmm. amazing one of the best performances of the year very good and honestly being kind of being slept on yeah there was a narrative that he would squeak in at the last minute but kathy bates did instead which makes total sense um no he was yeah he was great uh that i you guys have both seen it right now yeah yeah. yeah, we've yeah. all seen it. I saw it yeah, it was your... It's, oh, Josh, it was your four, so that's... Ooh, that's high. Yeah, I love this yeah. movie. It's awesome. It's, uh... The, the, the one-take thing, I think... That's my only... Only issue with this movie is that I think sometimes... And this is just me being an armchair director. There are moments where I'm like, I would have made this choice and cut to this, but you can't because it breaks the whole one-take thing. That's my only problem with the movie. Because the rest of it, I'm like... It's really immersive, and it's really... 
it just puts you in that story and it takes you on the journey and I, I said it in my letterbox review but this is kind of what i was hoping to get out of dunkirk that i didn't really get yeah. it is interesting um, though how sam mendez has like kind of reacted to chris nolan a little bit i mean skyfall was maybe. skyfall wasn't exactly like dark knight but it shared a few similarities yeah, i mean really, and then the only thing it did is the villain stuff but yeah, there's a few more that that, that are escaping Maybe. me that I noticed, but yeah. and then this is sort of yeah, like you said, Dunkirk. I find that a little bit strange. I think I I, yeah. I think they both uh, they both are trying to do something like unconventional with possibly the most unconventional most conventional genre. And, yeah, with the most tired tired yeah, genre of movie ever. Yeah, I appreciate that a ton. Yeah. Um, and that um, scene right after George McKay comes out of the of that room with the with the mom and her baby and he's like oh my god with the lights fuck the entire journey from him getting from that point to the um the the singing group where they're all sitting that is like one of the most intense sequences i've seen in I don't even know how long. Just just that shot of him running to the camera with all the lights coming over him was just like Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, Roger! You won the Oscar. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Why are yeah. you doing that? that Go, the, don't gotta flex so hard, him, Roger. The scene of uh, him running over the top, going yeah yeah to the other side of the oh my god, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, it, no, it's it's a feat. I I don't understand. People I, I, calling I, it like I, a video I, game. I was like, shut the fuck up. This is great. Well, that's what my dad. That's uh, what my dad said, but he said it in more of like a positive way. Yeah. No, I think yeah, no. Honestly, I think that's the most worst. It, it's the most immersive war movie. Yeah, it's, it, war it makes job. you feel yeah. like you're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Um, yeah, it's it's a feat. It's really, 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 really great. Yeah. And really, and uh, George uh, McKay says yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the fact that he carries. He's not just great. But he carries this ent- most of this entire movie by himself. I know, which is the first big, well, spoiler, but I was yeah. surprised that Colin yeah. got killed off so quickly. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to, I thought there were, uh, someone was going to show up and they were going to save him or something, but no, he just died. Yeah, and the, the, was... the misdirection of you thinking he's going to be the main character, and then it switches yeah. over to that, the other guy. I was like, oh, that's unexpected. And then. That, that I hate, but what the biggest, uh, not like slap in the face, but just like. Probably the most realistic thing about that movie is how Mark Strong showed up two minutes later. And then was gone two minutes after yeah. that. Oh, well, everybody I loved did. How many, Colin Firth did. I loved how many big names yeah. were in this movie for about a second of screen mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I do wish Mark Strong was in it more just because I, I like him a lot. Yeah, but. me too. I like seeing him as a hero. Tink, more yeah, than Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. I'm telling you guys, it's great. One day. One of his, one, it's one of Strong's better performances. Uh, by the way, I just realized I jumped over my number two on accident. LOL. Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out was great. Knives Out. We talked about it. I know. It. I just, I want to emphasize again. I saw it again. Uh, that movie just fucking rules. And the sequel's coming out, which I'm so excited about. Um, so it's official they're making yeah, a sequel? Yeah, con- Ryan Johnson cool. confirmed it. So probably nice. 2021 we'll be talking about Knives Out 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, cool. But yeah, just fucking Knives Out. Oh my god. Uh, which, by the way, the um, and we'll talk about this in a second. So my number one is obviously The Irishman. That comes as no surprise to anybody. It's my number one of this year. It's honestly, and I didn't think it would happen, but it's become my favorite movie of all time. Uh, which is why all, all time. I don't, I don't get all it. I don't get time. it. I don't know. It just it's just it. my shit. You know, it's it's. I love that's fine. I, I love just, the mafia. 
I love Joe. I love Al. Al is just completely fucking crazy in this. He isn't acting. He's just screaming and being awesome the whole time. De Niro, I think, does a lot of really great work. Scorsese, the way... I, th- I just think for him to to so intentionally tie this into Goodfellas, the beginning of... Towards the beginning of his, of his career, even though it was kind of close to the middle, but whatever. Um, mean Streets, I guess, if you will. And to add upon that and to expound on, on those themes and, and say, here's what I've learned in the 20-something years since then, and to put it into this, and to just to pull it off as well as he did, and just from a mafia movie perspective was great. And then to add in all the shit that I like with the Kennedys and the 1960s, Cuban Missile Crisis, all that stuff... And I don't know, it's just, it's, I, I'm as surprised as anybody. I really, I liked it a lot when I first saw it, and then I saw it again, and I was like, ah, I gotta go see this again, and I did it again, and then I did it again, and now I could pause, I could watch this tonight after I'm done editing easily. That's I'll probably crazy. watch it once a month for the this year, and I don't feel bad about that at all. Jesus <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, at I this just, point, I've, I, by the next watch, and I, it's worth saying this out loud, because it is so crazy. The next time I see this, I will have officially spent a day watching The Irishman. <laughs> That's not something to be proud of. It is, because I love it. It's and I love like, this movie. It's fine. I just, I just, I don't get it. Okay. I just don't get okay. it. But, but. I, I'm obsessed with, like, I mean, JFK is, as has been my favorite. I don't so see this what, is JFK what does added. this offer that something like Goodfellas or The Godfather doesn't? Uh, well, Godfather is my number like four, so let's make that perfectly clear that I love them okay. both. I, it's I, just, I think Goodfellas. Honestly, better, Josh. But. It's it's Joe it's Joe Pesci, it's fucking Joe Pesci. I love him so much. He's one of my He's favorite. He's not even the best part of the movie. I know Al Pacino. Well, kind of. I don't know. It it just I don't know. It, I really don't know. What did Lion King do to you? Whatever you feel about Lion King, how it's like I don't know why this connects with me so much, but it does. Is how I feel about this or Star okay. Wars. That's, I don't know. It's enough. just. I just I love the mafia. I love the Kennedys. I love the '60s. That era is such a transformative time. This movie is just so much about that. It's just really funny. It's got so many great moments, so many great lines. The drama is just like this movie is how you do drama, as far as I'm concerned. And it's just I don't know. I don't know. I just it's it's the kind of movie where whenever I watch it, I always feel like I'm five minutes away from like one of my favorite scenes. And there's since it's three and a half hours, there's like two dozen of them, and. I don't know. It's just it. It just it's the Irishman. I don't know. It, I I it's my favorite movie ever, all time. Probably not going to be topped. Would be my guess, and that's wow. an exciting thing that's to think about when I've been watching movies seriously sure for five years. I don't know. Catch up with you in ten years. JFK was like I. So my my favorite movies kind of like switched around. It was Dark Knight for a while. Then it was uh, I can't remember what it was for a little while. Road to Perdition for a while. It was JFK for a while. It was. This one feels like it just leaps to the top, and and there's not like even Dark Knight, and this is also the clinchers. I've seen Dark Knight so many times, and I do. It's not that I get sick of it. It's like okay, well, it's this is the scene, and yeah, I felt these emotions before, but something about Irishman. Whenever I watch it, it feels like I'm seeing it for the first time, and I'm just picking up on things, and moments are hitting me just as hard as they did in previous watches, and. I don't know. The de-aging is what it is. I'd rather them be de-aged than for it, A, to not happen at all, or B, for them to use younger actors and only get half a movie with Joe Pesci and Pacino and all that. So, whatever. It, it's what it is, as the movie says. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Irishman. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah. 
the Irishman. Uh, you, hey, Josh, your yeah, turn. go for it. Mine two period pieces. Is... You better fucking fall in the line. Okay, uh, <laughs> mine is a movie that I it's the it's the first movie that I've given a rating to since 2017. Uh-oh. The only one, the only one I've ever given a rating to since then. You, probably you saw well. Cats. It's the sequel to my favorite horror movie of all time, The Shining, is Doctor Sleep. Yeah, we knew this. I love this. This has been the most predictable year we've ever done this. Because like I knew Cody's yeah, no. would be 1917. I knew mine would be Irish, and you said mine's gonna be Doctor Sleep. So fuck us this year, yeah, I guess. It's just I. This is a great, yeah. great, 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 great movie. This is my favorite Stephen King adaptation since Shawshank. Um, it is everything. I. It's more than everything I wanted because I didn't even know why what I wanted, and it somehow takes the book that does not follow the movie at all. And the movie yeah. that goes completely against the book, it and makes a sequel, back. and makes a sequel that merges them in a way that I didn't think was possible, yeah. and makes it good, and it's not messy, mm-hmm. and it's awesome, and there's a thirty-minute longer director's cut coming out, and I can't wait to get. Oh shit! Involved. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to send yeah. that to us. Yeah. It's... yeah. <laughs> so I... it's going to be then. Three hours. Okay. Or three hours See, for somebody who says no movie needs to be three hours long, you kind of have a lot of three-hour-long movies in here. I'm just saying. It, d- because here's the deal. When a movie is three hours long, it better be great. Yeah. Because sometimes you get a three-hour-long movie, and it's Pearl Harbor, and it sucks. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know, forever, forever Pearl Harbor, you get a, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, uh, Endgame. Yeah. So there you go. It is, yeah. But anyway. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, I love this movie. It's scary the way it builds out the story the pacing of it uh ewan mcgregor is fantastic oh, yeah. the girl whose name i can't remember she's awesome mm-hmm. um uh rose the hat is the best yes. of the year. Oh, she's clean amazing awesome. i love her hello um, and just oh, everything about this movie i love the cold snowball the cold nature of it that kind of but it takes it takes because the, the shining is a very kind of just cold non-emotional movie yeah. and this kind of takes that and evolves it into more of a personal thing for danny yeah. and i really love that i love the way it's builds the snowball effect of the story ha. just like the shining did um yes and to the snow and the overlook and the just the, the score mm-hmm. and how it pays homage to that and also does its own thing it just, the cinematography the, the direction by mike flanagan which i think this is his masterpiece and somehow it made less money than both the other crappy Stephen King adaptations Wait, really? that came out this year, but whatever. Yes, it made barely any money. That sucks. Uh, it basically bombed, which sucks. Well, they released it um, at the wrong time, so they have themselves to blame for that. Whatever. I don't know. Um, I love it. I can't wait to see it again and again and again. This is in my probably top five favorite horror movies at this point. Wow. See? Isn't it amazing how at even at this juncture movies can still shake us and move us and jump, and, jump high up into their own cannons? It's a but yeah, uh, how do you guys think this was as far as uh, year for movies? Where's it right, right for you? Really good year. It was awesome a great year. year. Um, half of the movies I saw ended up on my list somewhere or another, be it an honorable mention or right. whatever. But so yeah, I thought it was a good year. Mm-hmm. Tired. <laughs> and we get to do it all over again. So, uh, officially, the Kino Award this year goes to Josh for having Endgame rated as a number two movie of the year. So, congrats, Fuck. Cody! You can take that off your bio. Sorry, you mm-hmm. you had a number three. You knew the, you knew what you were doing. Fine. 
And officially, our The Real Flicks number one movie of 2019 uh, was 1917. It rated nice. eighth, fourth, and first. And then coming in a close second was Knives Out, which was rated ninth, fourth, and second. So congratulations to 1917. You are the picture of the year. Sam Mendez will be coming to collect his award at the Real Flicks Luncheon coming on March 14th. We like to do it very well far after the Oscars, just to give ourselves some own space. So see you then, Sam. We got plans March 14th. Can we do some other time? March 15th? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, March 15th it is. So, our watch and listening to are these movies. So, watch these movies. Yes, watch all of them. They're all really, really good. Except some of them. The ones on my worst list. They're not good. They're all really good. He likes them a lot. What do you think, though? What are the odds, though, that in 15 years, if you polled, like, 100 people and said, what, what movie, what was the movie of 2019, for one reason or another, they would say Cass? Are those odds high? Um, 70-30. Mm, <laughs> 70 that it will, or 30 not it yeah, will? Seven, yeah, 70 that it will. That's, that's sad, but oh well. Uh, so that'll do it. You can follow us at underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Send us an email reflexpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, I can't remember the fourth one. Oh, well. oh, check us on Spotify too. Just got our stats. Thank you all for tuning in. Very good times. And until next time. Ah, frog in my throat. Until next time, Josh, Cody, take it easy. Yes. Go enchilada. Go enchilada? Get enchiladas? Why? So good. You said enchiladas are good. So go watch Alita. You see something about enchiladas? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Very good. Take us out. Five cents. Oh, wait, I already did that. I'll do something yeah. else then. Okay.